Good night, good morning, good evening, wherever you are in divine consciousness. Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome to the Living in Joy Now podcast with me, Yai Joyce, where we have a weekly chit-chat and conversation for my body and soul alignment. I am your divine host, Yai Joyce, interfaith minister, spiritual counselor, and all-around emotional intelligence, divine alignment, woo-woo-woo, guru, right? (laughs) So guys, this week we are talking about living in discernment, uh, this Virgo season, just living in the power, living in the power of discernment over our, having discernment over our lives. This is something that Virgo energy is really calling us to do. It won't take too much of your time today, so we will get into the power, the power, the power of discernment. You know, it's just, oh, well, the official title, guys, choosing discernment over drama, choosing discernment over drama. You know, a lot of times when uh, I see people that, you know, uh, that are empaths. Some people call them empaths. Some people call them intuitives. You know, that's so new agey because they just don't want to go back to the Bible. You know, people have their own little church hurt and stuff because somebody did something, child. And then they just just don't want to go back to the Bible. But But discernment is in the Bible, okay? The, uh, the discernment is in the Bible and, and it is what a lot of modern, uh, woo woo people will call empaths and intuitives, but biblically it's said that we are here to have the gifts of discernment. Still, some people say, oh, that person is wise. You know, what I tell people is not my wisdom. I would never claim it as my wisdom. Right. It is the, you know, it's, it's divine, right? It's divine. It's divine. It's innate. I am a vessel. Okay. I am a vessel. And the energy that we're in is really asking us, do we choose discernment or do we choose drama? So let's get into it. But remember, as always, if you need any mental health care, please get the care that you need. And anything that we advise is not a substitute for any type of medical care. And discernment over drama. What are you choosing in your life? What are you choosing? What are you choosing in your life? And a lot of times people are choosing the drama triangle. I love the drama triangle. It's very informative. If you don't know about the drama triangle, uh, the drama triangle was founded by uh, psychologist uh, Stephen Cartman or Stephen Cartman, I believe. And again, I am not a psychologist and this is not for people 
that have been physically or physically abused or any type of that kind of abuse, please, once again, if you're in that kind of abusive situation, please make sure that you're getting the help that you need or that you have this kind of, uh, you know, because sometimes we try to self-medicate or self-diagnose and, and things of that nature. So this is, this is in general, this is not for severe, severe trauma. So psychologist Stephen Cartman came up with this theory. And in this theory, he said that humans, a lot of humans lack being authentic. And we see that, right? We see that in social media. You, you know, on, you see that in this world today, on, only show the pretty, only show the perfect. And so when we look at Virgo energy, uh, pop astrology, which is another disaster, will have you think that, oh, Virgo energy is only about perfectionism. It's only about keeping things in order and clean. It is um, about these control games, but it is really not. That's the lower end of it. That's the unevolved energy. That's those that want to really dwell in and hone in on this pop astrology that is just so damaging. And Virgo energy that we're in is really not calling to play mind games or control games. The evolved energy that we're in right now is asking us, do you play these perfection control games? Do you lack being authentic? Do you expect an air of perfection with yourself first and foremost, and this air of perfection. You expect it in your relationships. You respect it. You you expect it in others. You expect it in your friends. You expect it in your parents. And it is really damaging and controlling your life. And the, some when we follow this pop astrology method, it'll say, oh, Virgo energy is about perfection. Oh, Virgo energy is about having things all in order. When it says truly, stop playing, stop playing these mind games. Stop playing the control games. Let's get out of the drama triangle and choose discernment. And discernment is something that we all have. Discernment is something that we all have. However, people have made being quote unquote empathic, quote unquote intuitive, a bad thing. You have a whole generation of people. I don't like their energy. Oh my gosh, their energy is 
off and I don't want to be around their energy because their energy is off and because they don't have good energy. Are you freaking kidding me? Are you kidding? You're that, it's that energy that's saying that's a control game. You cannot grow. You cannot stretch yourself. You cannot reach new heights in your life if you are only concerned with being around energy that you like, that is conforming, that is being safe, and that is control. And that's how we end up in these drama triangles, choosing, choosing discernment over drama. Okay, their energy is not something that you like at that moment in time. They may be going through something. They may be sick. They may have a hard day. They may, again, I'm not talking about the abusive person, right? So, but because we see these as energies that we can't control, we come into these drama triangles instead of choosing discernment on why, what's going on with that person. First of all, if you were operating in true discernment, okay, nothing, even if you don't like that adverse energy, nothing that person can say and or do can truly affect you if you are embodied in your own energy. But the reason why we have this whole generational woo, 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 intuitive, empathic, I'm an empath and I can't be around these kind of people is because we are living in this drama triangle of codependency because if they don't make me feel good, then I don't want, if they, it doesn't make me, oh my gosh, it doesn't make me feel my absolute best and good. What are you kidding me? You cannot go through life always in your comfort zone. So we play this game that psychologist Stephen Cartman coined as the drama triangle. And what happens in this triangle, we play either victim or the persecutor or the savior. And so the energy that we're in is asking us, what role are you playing? What role are you playing in the drama in your life, whether big, whether small, It's that reflective energy that Virgo says it's time for discernment, to discern, to discuss, and to really look at ourselves and communicate effectively. Why is communication important? Because there's heavy mercury energy here. And the Mercury energy, okay, where people, this is why people are so, oh, Mercury retrograde, I'm so afraid, I don't like it, I don't like it. The reason why people don't like that time, because it is calling you to think. 
think outside of your comfort zone, to stretch you, to speak intelligently and divinely. But we live in this, oh, but can I just have this one day? Can I just have this one moment? Or can I just have this one this one day? I just want to play victim, okay? Speaking intelligently because every word is a prayer. When we are in this maiden, goddess, virgin, angelic energy, every word is a prayer. So take that into mind. Think about that. Is what you're going to say during this time discernment? Is it a prayer or is it drama filled? Rescue me. Help me. Oh, woe as me. So this Mercury energy, okay, it's all energy. It comes in to show us and guide us to have our best, most aligned lives. If we listen and leave the pop astrology alone, I'm I, I'm a Libra, therefore I'm just going to be this way. If we leave that BS alone, and really look at the cosmic connection and say, you know what? This time of year is here that I need to think about what I'm going to say, not only to others, but most importantly to myself. I am going to speak well. I'm going to add some new words to my vocabulary system. When you think about Virgo energy with this Mercury, this is why I ask people that were in my Hoodoo Healing Circle network. And if you're not in the network and you are a spiritual person, mind, body, soul alignment, and you want to leave an article on, on the blog, reach out to me. Reach out to me. Because this is the energy about blogging. This is the energy about writing. This is the energy about speech. This is the this is that energy. It's also the energy of social media. Are we thinking about the things that we're putting out, that we're speaking? And are we communicating with ourselves wisely? But not only about what we're thinking, what we're speaking, and what we're communicating, what we look at. What we look at forms our thinking. What we look at forms our speech. What we look at on a regular basis helps to form our communication. I know that from clients and people, they say to me, you know, I have adopted certain ways of speaking since following you or since working with you. And so this energy says, 
yes, we may like the ratchetness. Yes, we may like X, Y, and Z sometimes, and we think that it's an escape, but what is it really playing on your mind? What are some of those clubhouses that you're in? What is it really playing on your mind? What are some of the people in your feed? What is it really playing on your mind? And I tell folks all the time, if I sound crazy, this is something that I always say, if I sound crazy, my feed looks crazy to you. It's not feeding your soul. And it's taking you down a path of destruction. Please unfollow me. Don't listen to me. When we look at Virgo energy, Go back to Gemini season. It's very co-related right now, Gemini season. Gemini season was asking us to be philosophical, gather data, and not just data on projects, data on if we were really looking at ourselves. If we are really looking at who we are in divine consciousness as divine human beings of the spirit of the living God, Oludomari, Nanzambi, Mumpungu, Jesus, Allah, whatever your name for God is, are you gathering the inner data of your soul to really say to yourself, Um, self, hey, self, self, you are in a drama triangle. Self, you are playing rescuer. The one who wants to come in and save people from their consequences when you should be dealing with your own consequences. Okay. Because it's a trap when you want to come out and rescue everybody. Oh, let me go help them. Let me go help them. Let me go help them. Instead of saying no, because you need to be helping your dog on self. Because the victim can never take full responsibility without the rescuer, right? So we have victim, persecutor, rescuer. And we all have choices to step into these roles with others, but most importantly, with ourselves. Remember, I'm not a psychologist. I just play one on TV. No, I'm just joking. But I've always been fascinated by psychology and I've studied it greatly. And it is a foundation in spiritual work. Psychology to me is spiritual in its own right. I just didn't choose to go down that medication path or just being stuck in the past. Well, let's talk about mommy and daddy, you know, because there's a form of psych, depending on the path, where it keeps you in a drama circle. This is why people don't progress out of therapy. This is why I say, look, I coach because it's like, what are we going to do? Okay, we're going to move forward. I'm not keeping you in the past. If you want to stay stuck in the past, I'm not the spiritual counselor, spiritual psychologist without the actual uh, licensed 
psychology. I'm not that person for you. Because it's not about staying stuck in the past. But like I said, I've always been fascinated with psychology, especially as a as a little child. My mom could tell you, I used to be like, I just want to understand and want to know about these people. But again, we have choices. And Virgo energy says, choose a role. And we choose the roles that we are in with ourselves because we get something out of it. Whether you're choosing to be a victim, whether you're choosing avoidance by being a a rescuer, whether you're choosing to persecute someone for your position or even persecute yourself for where you are in your life, we choose the role because we get something out of it, right? The victim stands, oh, poor me. So somebody can come to you and say, I'm just throwing a random name out here. May, 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 May Ann, okay? Oh, poor May Ann. Oh, so-and-so did this to me. And the person on my job said this. And it's so tough here. Life is so oh they 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 don't appreciate me. Oh my boyfriend left me, my wife left me. I oh, this is another one, Victimo. I don't have enough money. I just don't have it to move forward. Oh, I'm this age, so I have to stay in this relationship because dating at this age is starting over. It's so hopeless. Oh, I'm so ashamed to be dating at 50 and 60. The victim mode, they want royal treatment. They deny any responsibility for their negative circumstances. Okay, you're dating at 50 or 60 because you got a divorce, because you didn't deal with being emotionally intelligent in your last relationship, and you're not dealing with being emotionally intelligent right now, right? That's what that person needs to hear. But many times they get the rescuer. They don't get the person that give them the real because they, they, they need the real. Okay, well, you got a divorce. That's why you're dating at 50. And it's okay. And I, it's okay to be starting over. It's okay to be learning and evolving and growing and knowing what you're not going to repeat. Stop worrying about dating at 50 and 60 and worry about repeating the same cycles at 50 or 60 because guess what? You will repeat the same cycles with a different person at 50 or 60 if you don't deal with it. 
See, the real person, or even you telling yourself, it's okay that I'm dating at this age. I am becoming wiser and stronger. I know what I want in a person. When we play victim, we derail the train of resilience. Resilience, that resilient mindset, that resilient attitude, that resilience that we need in life. The train just goes, fall off when we start playing victim. Because guess what? You can find the pleasure in dating again. I'm just using that as an example. You can solve the problem of always getting into an argument with someone. Oh, so-and-so always argues with me. They always, they always put my back up against the wall. Oh, my sister's always fighting me and I, my back is against the wall and I have to retaliate. No, you, you have to solve your communication problem. And so the energy that we're in is asking us to understand our own behaviors. Our own behaviors. And a lot of times we play all three of these roles with ourselves. Or we play all three of these roles with others interchangeably. Raise your hand if you ever was in a victim mode. I learned this method um, over a decade. It's about a decade ago. Uh, And when I was going through my own divorce, oh, woe is me, I'm getting a divorce. And oh my gosh, and I can't believe. But I didn't want to look at my own self-defecating behavior. And so I didn't want anyone to say, well, you need to work on being more feminine and more submissive and uh, not, uh, you know, you want this strong leading man, but to have this strong leading man requires an essence of submissiveness and cooperation. But I didn't want to talk about that, right? Because what I was in my, ooh, girl, I can do it on my own. And bye, 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 bye. Here, I'm Shira, hear me raw. Uh-uh. No, I have to put that cape down. I am not every woman. It is not all in me. It's a wonderful song. Great song. Great motivation. But let's be real. And so, whether it's victim 
And victim, when we invict them, it is telling us to be mindful of us seeking out the rescuer. Oh, let me help you feel better about dating again. Let me take, oh my goodness, I can't believe he left you, Jan, May. So the rescuer comes in to help and take care of the victim. And the rescuer helps, you know, people feel good. So then we have Harriet. Harriet comes in to make May feel good about herself. Oh, May, you know, while neglecting her own needs. Harriet got kids. She has a business. She has things that she needs to do for herself. Her own marriage is suffering. And not taking responsibility for meeting her own needs. And then when May, these are just examples. And then when May does not, right? Validate her or appreciate her in the way that she thinks she should be appreciated for all her help. And I boosted May's self-esteem and I got her back on the dating scene. And this is the dates I get. You know, rescuers are usually enablers, right? You enable. No, May could have got herself back on the dating scene and May could have boosted her own self-esteem. You you could have sent May to a coach or a counselor and go sat down. Rescuers are classic enablers and classic, the classic model of codependent. And this energy is asking us, are you a rescuer? Are you an enabler? It's the same thing, enabler, rescuer. Or are you a victim? Or when you in victim mode, do you go out and become the rescuer? Instead of dealing with your, oh, woe is me, you're victimized, you're oppressed, powerless, helpless, hopeless, whatever feeling, Then when somebody tells you about yourself, you get super sensitive. But I didn't mean it that way. And oh my gosh. Okay, victim with a super sensitivity. And then you go into rescuer mode. You go help somebody else to avoid your problems. See, rescuers need victims. They need that victim to help them. And a lot of times codependents and enablers, the rescuers, do not even, that person, Harriet, really never wanted, never wanted May to get better. A lot of times that rescuer, enabler, codependent doesn't want them to get better. They don't want them to succeed because they want to tie their worth to helping people. 
And I see this, the rescuer energy a lot in this field of coaching, counseling, psychologists sometimes too get caught up in that rescuer. I want to be a household name to save everyone. And, and I'm steeped in so much ego. Even in my work, you know, if I reach one person, okay. And even if I don't reach one person, okay. I can't help everybody. But those people that say, oh, I want to be a household name and I want to be everywhere. A lot of times they don't want people to succeed because they still, because they want the person to keep buying their books, keep buying their stuff, keep, keep coming to them over and over and over and over and over again. They don't want them to get better because they want to feel validated by being the enabler. And I'm helping you and I'm helping them. And I help so many people and they should love me because I've helped so many people. You know, then the, the the rescuer becomes the victim. Do you see the triangle? You see how it just keeps going on and on and on and on, right? And then what the rescuer does, they keep the victim dependent by making them feel guilty. I've helped you so much. And this is the things that I get. This is why I tell my clients and I tell people, I am just a vessel, honey. I appreciate it, but I'm just a vessel. I want to teach you that you can hear your ancestors the way that I hear. You can do the healing work. You can do the Reiki. 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 You can do the energy healing yourself. So I don't want you to be dependent. You can rescue you. And the rescuer, this is why you see all of the burnt out psychologists and the burnt out coaches and the burnt out this and the burnt out that because they're overworked, tired. They martyr themselves. This is why I said this, I've said in the summer, well, I'm not martyring myself. If you, if you can't take the summer off, then please find someone else as I have to tell clients. Like, no, I'm not martyring myself anymore. You know, create resilience for yourself you know, and when we mar- when we play this martyr role, being overworked, tired, we de- derail our own resistance. Another example. Say you fail a test, you fail an exam or a test. And then we can say to ourselves, oh, I hate taking tests. Oh, every test that I have taken is designed for fail. Oh, the system. It's the system. You ever heard these people? I understand that we live in a not so great designed system. And I understand the colonization model of the system. But there's some people that just play the system role. Just It's the system and the system and the way that they have the system for Black, Indigenous, people of color. I get 
that there is some imbalances in the system. I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is, are you always blaming the system, the, right? When in actuality, that person never even studied for the test or they only studied at the last minute. They didn't get the help that they needed. They didn't get the tutoring and, and, the, and the help was available. Right? And so then the victim seeks someone, just some hypothetical rescuer. I'm, you know, I, oh, that's right. The system is so hard, man. And you shouldn't have to study. And you like, and you shouldn't have to do X, Y, and Z. And that's right. Yeah, this system is, you know, and the rescuer is doing more harm than good. Not calling them out. Why you didn't study? Why you only studied in the last week? You knew that this was going to be a difficult thing. You should have studied longer. You should have put some more time in. You should have went to tutoring. You shouldn't have been at the bar, right? Whatever it is. Did you get the help that you needed? They were offering all kinds of free tutoring. I didn't see you at any of those sessions. Okay, truthfulness. So this season is about truthfulness. In today's world, we we go in these circles of wanting to enable people and not allow them not allow them the season of truthfulness. So this energy that we're in is saying, hey, let's take a season of truthfulness. The season is asking us, what role are you playing in your life? We often shift in all of these three roles at one time or another, right? Do you go back and forth? And it can get messy, Have you ever seen this model unfold in real life on jobs and businesses and personal relationships with children? Another example, because this is a reflective time. Virgo energy is a reflective time to look at where we are being contradictory in our behaviors. Someone asks you to do something and they say, If you can't help, then I will get someone else. But you choose victim and you stay. And then once you help, you complain about it. Oh, I helped so-and-so and and I helped move this and that. And I was tired. And they always asking me to help them. And I went all out of my way. But they already had told you they can get somebody else. The person told you clearly that if you can't help, they can get somebody else. But you choose to complain. You choose to complain to someone else about helping looking for the rescuer. And so this energy is asking us, where are we mentally and socially in this drama triangle? And are you looking for the rescuer in your life to validate 
emotions and feelings and things that you know is not the air of discernment. You know it's not the air of discernment. You know that you need to be called out on your ish. And it's really asking us, stop looking for the rescuer to validate unbalanced thoughts, feelings that we're having in this time. Look for the real person. And also look for the real person in yourself. Stop the contradictions. Right? Stop the contradictions. Virgo energy is here. To say... Stop the complaining, stop the stop the drama triangle. Even a lot of these conspiracy theories, you know, because Virgo is about research and researching, right? Just think about Michael Jackson and the Beyonce energy. Like, okay, I'm going to the concert hall three weekends in advance. I want to know how many seats, how many, how many people. I want to know what the sound is like over here on the left, on the right. I'm going to do my research about the where I'm performing so I can give my best performance, right? And so this energy is also saying in the pandemic situation that we're in, stop the conspiracy theories. Stop all the conspiracy theories that keeps you in the drama triangle, a victim looking for a rescuer, or persecutor, you know, and I can go on about this because this is far more complex. This is a, this is a lot. This is far more complex than we have time to discuss. This is why I always recommend therapy, coaching, and counseling to everyone. Okay, but in overall, Virgo is asking us as its nurturer, as the healer, as the mother, mother of the world. Use discernment. We, we can have empathy, but we don't have to fall into everybody's triangle. We don't have to fall in people's drama triangle. This is why a lot of people that are empaths feel drained, emotion, drained emotionally because you're falling into that triangle. We're falling into that triangle. And this, and this energy is saying, let's get out of it. We have to get out of that. How do we get out of that? How? 
How do we get out of that? We get out of that when we become aware. Okay. And remember, this is the drama triangle, not the trauma triangle. Okay. This is energy is asking, what is your motivation for acting the way that you act? Why are you acting the way that you act? It's asking us to go to, to move from the persecutor the victim, and the rescuer to move to being the healer, heal thyself, the creator, the challenger. I'm not saying that you can't have your coach and your counselor, but when are you going to coach yourself? When are you going to really sit down and buckle down to improve your attitude towards change? When are you going to show some self-control? When are you going to take some responsibility? And this energy is asking us to make peace with and welcome change, make peace with responsibility, and begin to reframe our perspectives to see life not as a victim, not as going into the rescuer mode, not as the persecutor, but see life as this wonderful, grand adventure. And in this wonderful, grand adventure of life, it does not mean that you are going to be without problem. In this grand venture of life, So in conclusion, Virgo Energy says, do you see life as a prison sentence? To be endured? You know, that's why I don't like that. One of the people that I'm keep on keeping on. So be mindful about the modes that you live in. We live in social media and just all these media outlets that when you really look at the media, especially social media, I saw this post, oh, it's okay that you don't love yourself. Someone is going to come and rescue you and love you for not loving yourself. What kind of narcissistic, crazy person are you going to get? Because you don't love yourself, you're going to put up with the most BS for the, for the longest. And we look at these things as their truth. Social media and media and many other different outlets applaud the emotional roller coaster and modes of drama. And it says, be careful what you look at. Be careful what you watch. Be careful what you're saying to yourself. Do you applaud the emotional roller coaster of drama in your life? This energy says, Get reliable over yourself and emotions. It says, ask for help. Get help from healthy friends. Healthy friends are going to call you on your ish. 
not high five you for eating the cookies and like, yeah, girl, just cry it out and eat all the cookies that you can. And no, you don't need an enabler. And if those are the friends you have, this energy of Virgo season says uh, you need to get healthy friends and be a healthy friend to yourself. Have healthy elders. Not every elder is healthy. I have to learn that myself. Leaving some people behind. Quote unquote elders. Okay, just because they got a book don't mean that they write. And just because they, child, listen, that's a whole nother thing for a whole nother show, child. This energy asks us to ask for resources of what can I do and not, oh my God, why is this being done to me? And again, remember, the drama triangle is different from the trauma triangle. Okay, I'm not comparing. Too many times we focus on, I am unhappy because instead it's asking us to have a caring approach to not to enable, not to fuel our inner drama triangle. And I know that sometimes being assertive and caring and passion-based and outcome-focused is not easy for people because you have been trained, programmed to be drama-filled, anxiety-based, problem-focused. Because most therapy is problem-focused. But my aim with this podcast and spiritual chit chats are for you to have aha moments within yourself and for you to lose the drama and lean into your higher consciousness. Life is not supposed to be this drama filled. I laugh at it because we need to bring awareness to it. Look at how we're acting like kids. But there's so much more about this, but I'm going to leave it here and pray that you have found some value in this podcast. And please consider if you really enjoyed it, wherever you listen, please follow, share, leave a review. And I pray that we all take complete responsibility in our lives and we attract and align to joyful experiences this Virgo season. Thank you for listening to the Living and Now Enjoy podcast. There'll be some more bonus tidbits in the Patreon for my Patreon supporters and subscribers. If you want to hear the bonus tidbits, please listen in on Patreon. Live well and live in ultimate joy.